Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. And today, we're, we're dancing around, we're trying clothes, we got, we got blood diseases. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Lots of song, blood diseases. A, a song whose only lyrics is apparently have sex is playing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know, I don't remember. Yeah, fuck man, uh, it's Morbius. It's Morbin time. We we finally are here. We are at the pinnacle, the precipice. Here at the end of all things. Uh, mm-hmm. Released last year, uh, directed by Daniel Espinosa. Mm-hmm. It's uh, oft maligned Morbius, and yeah. I don't know why it's the same thing as <laughs> it's Venom. exactly just like they literally just did it again with somebody else. Like, that's it. As pretty much, I don't know. Is it because he doesn't have like a cool like look to him? Because I, I actually, but you know, I, we'll get into it more. But I, you know, like there's really nothing here that should be like, you know, need to be throwing tomatoes and lettuces at this motherfucker. If we're going judging by the last two movies, this is also equally. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's just standard. Just feels so bleh, the mm-hmm. end of all of it. We we arrived at the rental and they just and uh, the movie they gave us was a nice big bowl of lettuce. Another one, uh, just no frills, no frills superhero market, and mm-hmm. uh, that's it. That's I'll give you a bog standard origin story. There you go, and that's it. That's it. That's the movie. That's pretty much it. You know, like it does some like uh, I. We might get into it more, but I like the fact that there were little mythology gags, you know, little nods and yeah. things. But uh, it's, you know, it's really just kind of mad. I don't see what everybody's so goddamn offended over. <laughs> I really don't. It's, yeah, it's largely the same. Like, if you, it, the only difference between this and Venom is just the one has Venom in it. Yeah, I mean, this one's I mean, in New York City, the other's in San Francisco. That, you know, a change of scenery. I, I like the fact that it was in New York City, that was nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, I don't I don't see what everybody was so upset over. No, I just came away with, like, I mean, it's... It's perfectly it's, it's, it's perfectly watchable. I mean, if you really don't give a fuck and you need a movie for like a Friday night, yeah, fuck it. If you're hungover and you need something to get you away from the pain that the headache is having, Morbius will do a okay. Yeah, it's perfectly within that stratosphere. Same with like Let There Be Carnage. It's, it's in as, that same it's, boat. It's absolutely a breezy, short, again, kind of hour twenty. Mm-hmm. And you know by the numbers it's, it's all really yeah. like we got uh, it's like they have their own formula and it's the standard formula no no spending on extra formula for fucking they didn't even go back to formula they just copied it's, the regular formula it's, it's just not a good formula it's just an okay like yeah this needed more like Stuff. it needed more flash yeah a little more you know, flash sometime, a little more thunder you know sizzle like there's no there is it's just steak no sizzle and mm-hmm. like weirdly that's not you just left with raw meat man yeah it's like you boiled it <laughs> instead of like yeah. you know so uh, uh yeah do you want to just 
just dive into it? Sure, we can dive in, yeah. Um, will we start with my probably favorite part of the movie? The opening credit sequence and the end credit sequence are really trippy, and I appreciate them. Yeah, I was really thrown off by like, wow, those are unique. I don't know if they're unique colors to Morbius, but I was like, oh, hey, that looks like a kind of 80s kind of techno like a, vibe. Like a 70s style, mm-hmm. like, yeah. No, our featured presentation. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we start in in the jungle, as all movies should. <laughs> as we always do. And yeah. the helicopters flying around, and I guess it, was it, flying or a, they're by a waterfall, aren't they? Or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we go to the bat cave. Yep. <laughs> and as we know, bats weigh almost nothing, but they are the most ravenous killers in the animal kingdom. Yeah, they'll just strip the bones. Shear right the off. fucking flesh right off you if they're left to their I, own devices. Yeah, you see this giant cow next to this cave? <laughs> that somehow just watered up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they carried it. Yeah. <laughs> All well, of them. True. I just... guess they would have in the in the Yeah. Yeah, they swarmed around and fucking In the batshit crazy idea that the movie has that the yeah, this wandering cow is next to the bat cave and <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, this these vampire bats here in Costa Rica, they'll they'll like strip the hell, flesh off of everything. They'll eat you to death, man. They're like They're pensioners vicious. at a golden corral. They'll just <laughs> yeah. wipe it out. <laughs> they'll just take everything down. And I was like, I don't think that's how Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's uh, accurate, but I'll uh, roll with it for the movie. <laughs> yeah, for your sake, Morbius, I'll do it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they. Uh, one of the men is a long-haired uh, goth boy uh, with crutches, and he is our hero, mm-hmm. Mike Morbius. Is <laughs> Mike Morbius? Yeah, it's his name. <laughs> Mike Mor Mikey Morbius here to fucking Mikey Morbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's uh he's here to he studies the bats mm-hmm. you know he's like a he's like a bats man yeah he's a he's a he's a bat boy mm-hmm. and uh he's got a they're setting up and they're they're doing all kinds of nefarious science like they gotta I don't even catch think these... it's i don't think it's nefarious i think michael just he wants to study bats and he needs to capture bats and so they like yeah. set up this doohickey machine that looks it's basically like a box that in like the top elevates and it has these bars but then it looks like it has these strings in it and i guess that's supposed to catch the you know bats or whatever and then mike's mike mikey morbs is like all right give your give me your machete and he slices yeah. his hand open and then he holds you it know, up I, I have to say, this hmm. is a thing that bothers me in more than one thing. You ever notice, whenever they need blood for something, they always slice their hand open just mm-hmm. like that in a way that would hurt like a motherfucker? Motherfucker? Yeah, and would bleed like, profuse. Like, you wouldn't be able to use your hand for a little while. I don't know why you have to make, like, just slice your thumb open a little bit. Or just bring a vial of blood. <laughs> or, like, I always think, like... Why wouldn't I just, I would do my forearm if I needed that much, you know, mm-hmm. just like they always just slice dead on in the palm of your hand. That would hurt to no end. And they always seem okay with it. And I'm like, that would really smart. I yeah, it's not like you're fucking think... joining the mafia and you need to do that shit. Like you don't slice your hand open. But I guess for the sake of, you know, getting all those vampire bats ready to rustle in and 
you know, ready to feed on human flesh, you know. Well, then they swarm, and the, the guys in the, they're like, oh, no. Oh, and my God, like, we're going to be eaten alive by the vampire bats. Anyway, enough of that. Let's go to Greece 25 <laughs> years ago. 25 years ago in Greece, yeah. And it's, I guess uh, that we're at a we're at a hospital that deals exclusively with uh, terminally ill or reasonably ill children. <laughs> the the <laughs> Greece hospital for the reasonably ill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid we can't help you. You're unreasonably ill. Oh, we can't deal with that. We don't. Fuck we don't do that here. here. You got to go to the. You got to go. You got to go to fucking. <laughs> This is unreasonable illness. <laughs> it's unreasonable. Oh, man. We, here in our hospital, we deal specifically with things that can be reasoned or bargained with. <laughs> yeah. We sit down with it. We bring it. We have a meeting with it. We break bread. <laughs> yeah. We, we bring your illness to the table, and we discuss terms. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what do you say to another 25 years, and mm-hmm. we'll put you on some weird kind of thing? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> what a reasonable illness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so uh, yeah, we got young Mikey Morbs mm-hmm. out there, and uh, he's got uh, he's got a new roommate or like bed person because they're all just sitting neighbor. It's, <laughs> it's all just like a World War One fucking yeah, field hospital a, out there. It's just a big hall with sick sick kids in it, and there be Mikey Morbs, and he's doing his. I guess origami, right? And, yeah, uh, that's his thing. That's his thing his is origami. Yeah. yeah, and then there's another another kid comes up, and he goes up to Mikey Morbs, and he's like, "Hi, my name's Lucian." And Mikey Morbs is immediately like, "No, your name is Milo," <laughs> which I thought was fucking weird. Yeah, well, he's like, you know, there was other Milos that were in that bed. I forget who the other Milos were. Mm-hmm. You're Milo. This is my emotional like uh, thing. You're my so emotional that... support brother. Yeah, I can't give you a new unique name because I can't be bothered because you will die. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's Milo, and mm-hmm. I guess he doesn't have any parents or anybody else, so he just decides to, you know, take it. And everyone just, yeah, no, that's new Milo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Milo 2. <laughs> or, like, what, Milo the 14th or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. So apparently they have some rare blood thing. Mm-hmm. That They're very it, sick. They got the same thing that the Sandman's daughter had in his movie. Yeah, it's it's terminal plot disease. <laughs> they do. I don't know what yeah. they have, but apparently it is. Well, it's not effective at killing them, but very effective at destroying their body. Yeah, it's, at some point, like their blood should have something in it, and it does not have that thing in it. Mm-hmm. So they're, it said they're missing DNA or something. I have that written down. Uh, but anyway, as they're going through that and looking outside, and like, oh, don't go outside. The school kids will pick on you for your crutches. Those Greek kids uh, <laughs> out there fat on Spanakopita. <laughs> yeah, those kids from Greece are brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kaneki, he'll kick the crutches right out. <laughs> yeah. Then go back and have some baba ganoush. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> yeah, as as he's explained, this Milo just passes the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So, uh... 
Mikey Morb springs into action, yelling for a nurse, and then realizing that there's no one that works in this hospital. It's just that one guy. Yeah, Jared Harris is the one who runs this entire place. He yeah, plays Jared a character. Harris He's not one. Jared Harris, the actor. No, it's 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 literally. I don't. I <laughs> never wrote down his name. So he... is uh, Emil Nicholas. I I I was just like, you know, that guy that kind of looks like Graham Norton to me. Really? That's I, I mean, just, I guess with a with a beard. He yeah. looks more. I mean, he looks. I mean, he. I mean, he does. He looks like his dad, of course, because he's the son of uh, Richard Harris. But, you know, I've never really gotten the. Eh, maybe, maybe with glasses and a beard. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. He runs the. He runs this hospital. So Mikey Morbs is like, uh, non-existent nurse, help, help, new Milo. And then since nobody shows up, he's like, all right, I got a ballpoint pen. I can fix this. He's MacGyver's and, the fuck out of this, and yeah. they realize that like. Oh man, all these scientists took years and you went you fixed it in the desert with a box of scraps. Yeah. <laughs> we need to send you to medical school and I was like why wouldn't you send him to like mechanical school since he seems to be good with mechanical well, science, Devin? Cuz like eh, fuck it, whatever. It's yeah, so they're like we're going <laughs> to send you to the kid we're going to send you to a school for the gifted in New York and I was like he's not a mutant. No, he's not going to the Xavier Institute. I was like, yeah, I could, like his mutant power is that he's going to die of a disease. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's an unreasonable illness. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where he goes. And he writes a letter to his new BFF, New Milo. Mm. And he, New Milo loses it. Yeah. And the, the asshole Spanacopia eating kids. <laughs> oh, man. Drunk is... off heroes and tzatziki yeah. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> They're like laughing at this little letter, and then they like you know they do his uh, fucking Mikey Morbs ward, and he was like, "Yep, they're gonna beat the shit out of the sick kid," because I guess there's nothing else to do in Greece. Nope, that's just it. It's just good food, and that's it. And old statues. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You just it. you just look at the old statues, and you and you know it's 25 years ago, so you you've like devalue the euro that's just what you do as a country yeah and, <laughs> yeah uh, it's just like it won't that won't go you know tits up at all uh <laughs> yeah and uh then you're like yep okay let's beat up the sick kid and then the sick kid thwaps him with one of the crutches and then just goes fucking berserk which is our only indication that he could one day be villainous mm-hmm which I even like, don't even think is like necessarily villainous. I mean, they were fucking beating the shit out of him. Of course, you yeah, I know. Crack that kid, yeah. suck it in the face. Yeah, I know. And he just like keeps kicking him while he's down, and like we're supposed to be like, oh, he's going oh, no. too far. And I'm like, no, he's not going far enough. Beat the shit out of that little bastard. Well, because this movie is like, like we said, an asphalt hour twenty, so mm-hmm. we can't give any time developing our villain. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is uh, Milo. New Milo is the villain of the entire piece. Spoilers, but what I will say here is that, like, without that, I actually kind of like the idea that Milo was like all right before he got vampire powers and then went crazy. But we will That's, get into it more. Yeah, I'd say that would work a little bit better. But this movie has no no time. <laughs> we have no time. No interest in exploring any of that. No. It like. It seems to only want to give me exactly what it needs to get by. Like, that's my problem with all of these Sony Pictures superhero movies, is that they're C students, and they are just, they are giving in exactly what needs, 
yeah, what needs to be done to fulfill the assignment and nothing more. Mm. And they're not really exerting themselves or doing more with it. Yeah. And I hate, dude, I, 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 gotta hate be, I, I gotta be fair. It's seemingly pays off quite well. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if you have a character that people love, it works out great. If you have a character that nobody fucking knows about, it doesn't work out as well. And that's, yeah. So anyway, uh, enough of that. We're back in the future. And Mikey Morbs has grown up Mikey Morbs, as we've Mm -hmm. seen before. And he's getting a Nobel Prize because he's made fake blood. Yep. Which, isn't that what he did in the comics, too? Well, not like his big claim to fame, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I know about Morbius, he never shows up much in the comics. Everything I know about him is from the Spider-Man animated, which is not true. Like, he does not have fucking fangs in his hands well, didn't so even that he fangs. can drain he the those plague. Little, like, he just had these little suckers. suckers in his hands. Which, actually, I honestly always thought that's actually a much more, a better way of, like, doing that whole bite in the neck thing. Well, yeah, it makes you know, more way more sense. And he also didn't drink blood, just the liquid plasma. part of blood. He needed more plasma. Plasma. Yeah. And he also was blue-haired, which was very strange. And, yeah. But, you know, other than that, same, same thing. <laughs> Not yeah. bad. You know. Morbius the living vampire, as mm. though there are. Other yeah, there kinds. was like well, that was what was awesome about monster comics in the seventies. Like there was always like, wh- like there's always it's like, what's there's like the living mummy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they all become part of the Legion of Monsters at some point. There's you know Frankenstein and uh, Werewolf by, by night. night, as as you famously have said. <laughs> <laughs> no other kind. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> there is no werewolf by mid afternoon. Yeah, that's like. but yeah that was just i always love that though just makes it just i don't know yeah so uh he he's got the king of sweden giving him gifts for his fake blood which has saved the lives of oh so many people Mm. and he turns it down on the stage yeah but we don't see that we just see the aftermath from the daily bugle the daily bugle by the way loves michael morbius he's oh, the front yeah. page news of so many i guess they just don't have pictures of spider-man <laughs> i guess there's like well eddie brock's in san francisco what else are they gonna talk about there's also yeah. if you pay attention to uh as i mentioned they do little nods to stuff if you pay attention to the daily Bugle a couple times they reference other characters like there's a direct reference to the rhino and black cat i like yeah. paused and i looked and i was like oh hey you guys are building your own little goofy world over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised, you know, they went with the, they did not go with Black Cat because she seems like you could make a fucking movie. I'm about sure that Black they're Cat. thinking about it. I'm sure there's something down in the pipeline, unless fucking Marvel Studios wants to use her for something. It's like stealing shit and all that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's rejected it, um, mm. and his lab partner uh what's her name uh martine bancroft thank you mm-hmm. uh, i never really don't worry most characters don't really get names in this one so i wrote things because <laughs> i fucking forgot like they didn't they're well they're just... so kind of ephemeral they're not you know they 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 they're just there's you know, like kind of 
surface deep characters, I guess is a good way to put it, you know? Yeah. They're there to play a role, not so much to factor into the story. Yeah, she's love interest slash mm-hmm. fellow helper. scientist. Yeah. Yeah. And so she shows up and like, I know what you're doing. You're splicing with bat DNA. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to get in trouble. Like, but yep, I'm going to cure my condition and then stop being a doctor because I won't need to. I'll be cured. Yeah, uh, I'll get the one thing I want in my whole life, which is to not be dying. And, you know, I mean, if you've been dying for like 25 years, like whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, he's got a pretty sick pad up there in New York. Oh, hell with yeah. A he's got, like, that, the Horizon Bat Labs terrarium. Fucking, yeah, they set him up with all kinds of neat shit. Just a bat tube in mm-hmm. his... Big old bat fish tank. For his ravenous bats that can mm-hmm. devour... <laughs> he just kill anything in seconds. Yeah, like a, like a whole locus. cow. <laughs> and you're just going to leave him up there? Like, yeah. Like what I thought piranhas were when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You just go in the piranha-infested waters and you come out bones. <laughs> just bones. They don't eat the bones, neither. No, no. They pick the bones clean. They don't eat the bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, oh, this was delicious. <laughs> but no, I was like, oh, yeah, no, these are my bats. And uh, see, let's take this thing and we'll put it into a rat. And then the rat immediately dies. And like, <laughs> well, that didn't work. Well, this fucking science doesn't really yield many results, does it? He f- I was like, but- you know, he found a great way to kill a bat, uh, to kill a rat. <laughs> a really uh, overly complicated way to do it, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the sick girl from earlier, because there's a sick girl there mm-hmm. that is under his care. Uh, she starts to code, and then they, like, you know, do the whole ER, give her CCs of this stuff, clear, quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the one nurse goes and does it. And then they realize that the the mouse is back alive. Mm-hmm. And it's a success. So yeah. we go Perfect. right into human trials. He just right into it. Without any, like, uh, uh, fucking protest from Dr. Bancroft at all, which I thought was pretty weird. They're just like, nope, human trials right off the bat. We need to, we need to go into international waters to pull this. Why? I didn't understand this I... part. So, yeah, they're like, it's illegal, so we got to go into international waters and hire armed mercenaries. That's the other thing. That, what? Pirates? Because they're 13, 13 <laughs> nautical yeah. miles away from Long Island. What, like, is there fucking huge crews of pirates from fucking Newfoundland? I was like... Raiding the coast of fucking Maine? What the hell? I was like, I think it's pretty safe. <laughs> Don't need armed guards. I was like, what do you, what what do you, do you think's going to happen? Tanker? <laughs> what the fuck? And like, and everyone's just like, because uh, of what happens to him, everyone's just like, oh no, those thirteen guys—they're the scum of the earth. Everyone <laughs> yeah, knows fucking, what's gonna happen. To them. Nobody cares. They're bastards and a holes. Like they didn't really do any. Like all they did was get hired for a job, and just get killed for it, basically. Because they're essentially I, yeah. there to be fodder for Morbius when he becomes a full-on living vampire. Yeah. Well, but before that, we, uh, yeah, Morbs gives the gives the good news to his his friend, uh, adult Milo, played by Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Matt Smith really, really tried. I mean, I gotta be fair. Like it, 
even like Jared Harris too. He does a good job with the little that he's given. But yeah, Matt Smith is definitely the standout of uh, of this movie. It's great seeing somebody who you always see as like a hero play like it, you know get to flex those sort of acting chops. Because I was like, man, he's really having a f- like he's really good, you know? Yeah. Well, and he's um, got the same condition, and so they kind of bond. Like they do the whole like brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the surrogate brothers kind of thing, but he's like, "Yeah, we'll see if this works." They got the cure, and uh, yeah, so they go out thirteen miles into 13 international miles into outside Long Island. Got to have those Some armed people, guards. People don't even have commutes that long. No. Like it's thirteen. Fuck, fishermen miles. probably don't even have commutes that long. Thirteen miles into not like. Oh god. Okay, and uh, yeah, they're on a on a boat, like a, it's not even just it's a big like shipping container. Yeah, it's like a big it looks shipping like, boat. It, and again, also, why? Why did you need to rent one of those? I guess for the space. I but guess. yeah, they're like, um, yeah, let's you know give the injections. The crew's just playing poker. Cards. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, if the movie had gone into it like, oh, well, we got to go, you know, for this kind of thing, we need to go completely under the table. These guys, you know, low morals that, you know, mm-hmm. take the money. But, like, everyone's just kind of assuming because these guys totally get got. Oh, they um, totally fucking. And it's a cool sequence where they get got, but they exist solely to be, like, victims of Morbius. And they write it off like, oh, they're just fucking scum of the earth mercenaries. They're mercenaries. Who cares? You know? Yeah, fuck They don't em. have families or dreams. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, and <laughs> it's like, I, I get it. But ev- they just go out of, it seems like everybody goes out of their way to be like, you don't have to worry about killing all them mercenaries. You leave that well, off and also, <laughs> also, it was 13 miles off international waters, so I guess you can do whatever you want. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that's not how that yeah, you know, all that fucking crime on the high seas that we still have. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't do that. But anyway, Mikey Morbs is, uh, is, uh, just gives himself a, a good old spine shot. Well, he doesn't and, give himself this. Bancroft yeah. gives him the spine shot. Yeah, and Bancroft gives him the. <laughs> gives him the. <laughs> spine is shot. she the. Is she. I can't remember. Isn't she the no wire hangers lady? Uh, might be. Yeah. Or is that? Hmm. Um. <laughs> no, Anne Bancroft's married to Mel Brooks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he he immediately dies. And like, oh no, he's dead. And I'm like, hmm. no, it's like the rat. Yeah. And... Well, and then the fucking the head uh, uh, mercenary guy played by veteran character actor Corey Johnson comes in. And he just has a very, like, he just checks on stuff, but Dr. Bancroft treats him like he's the absolute scum of the earth for whatever well, reason. Well, he's also being a bit of an ass. Uh, well, yeah, like, but it's like, eh. Well, like, dude, just fuck off. Like, they don't need you, like, just, nah, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, he, uh, Morbs wakes up and starts breaking the glass and like, oh, we gotta get guns out. Well, no, like, what, what happens, is the... they go, because the Morbs is off the table that he was strapped into, so Dr. Bancroft and Corey Johnson go and investigate, and then fucking Morbs is, like, standing on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. And, and that's then, when he drops yeah. down and he eats, like, uh, Corey Johnson, and that's when all the other guys rush in. Yeah, like, oh, we gotta get him, and 
Dr. Bancroft gets knocked the fuck out for a long time. A long t- Like, she gets slightly pushed, and she's out for, like, eight days. Yeah, like, hospitalized, mm-hmm. even. And, uh, yeah, this is when it becomes a bit of a horror movie, because mm-hmm. he just methodically hunts them down in the ship. I did like the camera work for, like, when he was going around the... The yeah. upper levels. I thought that was neat. More of that, please. Yeah, it it's like um it, it's very reminiscent of like uh the raptors in Jurassic Park in mm-hmm. the long grass, you know, like that hunting mm-hmm. and like picking them off and doing like uh you know, getting them from the rafters like uh, very Batman style, you mm-hmm. know? Like yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they all died. They're all exsanguinated and then uh he he wakes, like, he comes free from his stupor of just, like, man, I've drank all of this blood. I've just eaten, like, 12 people. So, uh, Whoops. uh, let's see what the security cameras have. Okay, we'll get rid of that. Uh, we'll call in a mayday for an immediate airlift. <laughs> yeah. Do you get the name of the ship? I thought that was great. No. The ship is called the Murnau. Hmm. For F.W. Murnau was the guy who directed Nosferatu. I figured it would be something to that effect. I, mm-hmm. I was I was like they're gonna They have like they have, like I said, they got nice little nods there. Which actually I kinda like that they do that because it does give it because Venom doesn't do any shit like that, you know what I mean? So it is nice that they at least hint to stuff yeah. and have a little bit of fun with it. No, outside of just like McFarland being the the law firm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they, they did directly because re- I guess everybody now knows who Venom is because he's directly mentioned a couple times the events of the, the previous yeah. movies. Yeah, because like, we haven't seen anything like this in San That's Francisco. That thing in San Francisco. And then later on, fucking Morbius says to one a guy that he's like beaten up, like, I am Venom. And so, I guess everybody knows who Venom is. I thought that was dumb, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what was the point of that? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't even look like him. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, but yeah, so uh, apparently nobody knows. Like, So we get uh, Tyrese and... Uh, Al Madrigal. Yep. They're the cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they... <laughs> Gotta be... Al Madrigal also awesome in this movie. I like that he was like the guy who was like... We're dealing with fucking vampires here, so he gets, like, holy water and shit. Yeah. Not taking any chances. Yeah, they're they're there to provide a secondary antagonistic force of the police. I guess, yeah. Because they're trying to capture fucking... Well, at first they're investigating the thing, then they... Well, because it... Yeah, they... they, The boat has got drifted back in, because apparently he's not even going to... Mikey Morbs gets the airlift. Nobody writes down that he was airlifted away. Well, I don't think he did the airlifting. I think he, because they, like, they go in there and they're like, there was an unidentified male who, I guess, just jumped overboard. So that's what I presume that he probably did. Swam 13 miles. I mean, he's a vampire. Why not? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, of all the things. They can't the cross least. open water. Well, he's not, like, a mystical vampire, so it's like, you know, he doesn't need to, like, dig up the fucking earth of grease to sleep in in order to move around. Um, but yeah, he, he somehow makes it back, and yeah, they, they're like, oh, 
well, all these people are dead except for this doctor, and she's knocked out. So we got to investigate this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Mikey Morbs goes to the ICU and finds the doctor. I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. I, I just did this. And Even though he didn't really do that part. But I'm no. sorry that you were wrapped up in my madness of my unreasonable disease. And then he feels weaker, and then that's when he realizes he needs more plasma. Plasma. Yeah, and uh, so he goes back to the laboratory, and he just chugs a, a big bag of that blue blood. <laughs> yeah, he he drowns it like it's a gogurt. <laughs> like, he does. Just like, He's just like, oh god. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, do you even get everything in there? Like, <laughs> you know, just like slurps the whole thing down. <laughs> and like, yeah, oh. Yeah. Artificial blood. Mm, mm. Delicious. Blueberry and then this blood. is when this is when we get to our uh I got phenomenal powers. I'm like Yeah, he's basically you know. making notes about you know, it's the standard thing. He's figuring out like, oh I can do this. I have echolocation and you know the echolocation it, looks so fucking weird. Yeah, but uh, I, I kinda like the style of it though. Like I kinda he like gets, the yeah, they don't do much with it. They don't like, do enough with his vampire shtick. You know what I mean? That's yeah. My another big thing I have against the. the he gets film. mushroom ears, like the underside yeah. of a mushroom, is what mm-hmm. it looks like. Those frills, and then like he kind of does like a half-ass daredevil thing where he can ping it and like locate stuff, mm-hmm. and then his eyes turn weird. Yeah. Uh, what else can Mikey Morbs do? He's strong. He can mm-hmm. do flips and shit. He can. He can fly. Uh, he can kind of fly. He can take advantage of the air currents, I suppose. He can command bats. That was cool. Yeah, he is a friend to bats. And yeah, here's another... So I, I did some reading up. So the guys who wrote this, Matt uh, Samaza and Burke Sharpless, they were also the guys who wrote Dracula Untold. And I wonder, because, like, fucking Dracula in that movie does not all the same things, but he commands bats in, like, pretty much the same way. So I was wondering if that was the reason they got this job. I don't know, but it's interesting. Anyway, he he can do a bunch of a bunch of kooky shit, and I I, I actually also I like that he kind of I like the transformation in his face when he goes between the you know normal and kind of don't I don't um, mind it. I think it looks weird every single time. So I he gets more point. like <laughs> I don't think that it's supposed to be like yeah he looks awesome. No, yeah. but it looks off. Um, yeah, I like you, that though. I like the fact that it looks. He lot. looks kind of. He has like a Michael Jackson thing going on because mm-hmm. he has like no nose, so he looks yeah. like Michael Jackson on a bender. He also reminded me of, and this won't do anything for you, but Dayton, do you remember when we had a Genesis and we had a game called Shikan the Forever Man? No. He looks like Shikan the Forever Man. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. We get, <laughs> we, I get, I'm going to search this, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's Mikey Morbs. And I'll be like, nope. Shikan, the forever man. So, yeah. I don't think he I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't know. I, I, I actually was, like, one of the better. Like, I was, I was down for that because, like, he looks like Morbius, so I'm on board with that. You know, and, he's got the, uh, the hands and the fucking gaunt face because he shouldn't look like uh, like he should. He should have that like monstrous kind of visage. So I'm on board with that. 
he has a little bit if of that, was, but I just if it was a bit more know. practical, I would probably be more on board with it. That's kind it's of a the thing. Bit too CG. That's I think probably why. Yeah, because sometimes might... it just looks dodgy. Is yeah, what... that's de- that's definitely true. But I the the actual look of it though, giving him that appearance, I think like works for the the vampireness of him. Same with uh, New Milo. Yeah, he. Um. Also, while we go through this, he just kind of narrates all the stuff, which mm-hmm. feels very clumsy. Uh, where it's like, I have this and this and this. Also, I've become more addicted to blood, and I have to eat it all the time. And I'm like, there's a better way that you could have made this happen instead of narrating it out to me. Yeah, you can't just you can't just have the characters say what they're feeling. That makes me mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I was just kind of meh about it. I was just like, I was along for the ride. Um, but yeah, he so he's like, oh, let's see what happens if I don't have the blood, and uh, he just sits himself in a room, and mm-hmm. then he starts going a little crazy. Yeah, he starts getting the shivers, and he starts scratching, and he's like, oh, I need the cheeseburger, man, cheeseburger. And, yeah. Uh, eventually, New Milo shows up. And he sees that uh, Mikey Morbs is all, you know, fucking trying to detox from blood. And then fucking Mikey Morbs writes blood and points an arrow. And uh, new Milo's like, oh, you need blued. I'll grab you some blued. And he's like, oh, man, thanks. Woo. You don't <laughs> want any part of this cure, though. It's oh, a man, nightmare. It sucks. This, this blows. It makes all of your bad feelings feel like good feelings. Mm-hmm. And uh, new Milo is reasonably like, fuck you, give me some of that cure. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to give you any of the cure. Uh, You're going to have to work with some other sort of uh, new wave band. I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it's it's the next day, though, Mm -hmm. and the cops uh, interview him downstairs yep. and or is this before or after the nurse no that's dies? that's the nurse dies before that because that's why the cops are at mikey morbs's uh place of business yeah like in a long hallway where they don't have the lights on very often very strange that is that's a murderer's hallway that is not uh that would not comfort me in the slightest because basically this nurse like walks through and then a light turns on and turns off behind her and it's just like that is just asking for a kid yeah it's the nurse from that like we've Mm. seen her before yeah but she dies yep and was it michael morbius or was it new milo it was new milo it was new milo uh the whole time and i was like of course it's not morbius because like if this was a better movie they would have played off of that a little bit Mm -hmm. longer yeah they would have give that like some time to simmer and also probably do a little bit of the like Morbius does a little bit of that where he's like, did I do it? I don't think I did it, but could I have? Yeah. He, he has like the Steve Verkel moment. Mm-hmm. Of, did I do that? Yes. <laughs> but he doesn't cause yeah, he, the cops and then the cops, uh, figure out like, Oh, it was you. And they give chase. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he has this like effect whenever he does his Morbius powers. Yeah. It's like, like a, I, like a, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a, like a shadow, not shadowy, a but like flourish, a flourish, yeah. a shadow flourish like, of his. And I kind of dig it, 
but sometimes I don't I don't get it. Like Yeah. I don't really <laughs> but, understand what it's supposed to represent. I think it's just supposed to be like, oh, is he's just, you know, whooping around or whatever, like you know, whooping and his, hollering. Yeah, he's just jumping around doing his fucking doing his shit. And I think that's just all it's supposed to be cuz it do, it's not like a consistent color. It goes off whatever color his clothes are. Um, yeah. And so I think it's supposed to be like he's leaving streaks cuz maybe he's going that fast. Maybe. Maybe it's just but a it, stylistic choice. I don't mind it. It's fine, but yeah, it does remind it, me a lot of like cuz later on when he's going to fight New Milo, it reminds me a lot of Venom and Riot in Venom mm. 1. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, and in case you're wondering, New Milo, he's he's not from the comics at all. He's he is a original OC character, do not steal. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I as I apparently he was supposed to be a character from the comics called Hunger named uh, Loxius Crown, but they changed that super late in production. <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't just I don't like know. I don't know. It just always feels like well, yeah, why don't you just use somebody from the fucking... But you have an entire... Like, how many fucking Spider-Man characters are there? Like, 300? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just pick somebody? You, like, there's a whole fucking mythos here we can just make work. Yeah. But, but yeah, they, they have a bit of a chase. And uh, eventually, uh, Morbius, like, drops all the blood because he was going to take it back home with him because mm-hmm. he needs all that. Mm-hmm. He's He's... He's keeping track of his blood addiction via Casio watch. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but he's caught and jailed, and the one guy brings holy water along because of the mm. vampire stuff. Yeah, and like, and as uh, Morb is talking to him, like his face starts to contort and stuff into that vampire look. And these these guys, Tyrese Gibson and Al Madrigal, they take this incredibly well. They're not yes. like, oh my god! Like the New York City's shit. crimes are solved by Al Madrigal and Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, but it just struck me as odd that they weren't like more. Holy fuck! Maybe it's just maybe the justification being that since people know about Venom, they're just like, well, this is how the world is now. Just got to expect this sort of thing. But he's like, you got to give me some blood. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry, and I'm like, mm. ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. But anyway, they're like, "Oh, your lawyer's here, and it's new Milo." Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they they have a brief little chat, and uh, Morb is like, "I don't think I killed the nurse. I might have." And uh, new Milo is like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. We'll figure this out. Here, have a have a big old black bag of red yogurt. That'll get you going for a while." And, it's uh, cherry flavored. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And he leaves his cane behind, which prompts Morb to be like, "Milo, that son of a bitch. He he's a he's a vampire as well." Yeah. This is all like if it feels like it's rapid fire, that's because this. It's because it really is. We're we're actually staying pretty consistent with the plot. It's <laughs> just <laughs> like, um, but yeah, he is uh, already used this stuff, and so Morbius is like. Like, oh, no, I got to get him. Mm. And he escapes out the the 10-story jail. Detention center thing, whatever. And um, he flies around fucking New York City for a little bit. Yep. Well, and then uh, Milo's talking to a newsstand guy. Like, oh, do you think he did it? And like, oh, you wouldn't know because uh, 
You know, you can take a guy who looks like me. I look all mild-mannered, but then I'll kill a news guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, come here, news vendor man, and then he eats him. And that, if, uh, if you pause the movie and pay close attention, that's the newspaper I was talking about with the rhino and black cat mention. Ah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this is where they have a argument slash chase in the, yep. like... And it seems like Milo is, like, way better at being a vampire, even though he should have only been it for, like, a day. Like, a couple hours at most, maybe. Yeah. And they, like, spills out into the subway into a fight where I can't necessarily see what's going on because of the flourish things that they Mm -hmm. have going on. It would be cool, because I do like the camera work that they're doing. Like, with the, you know, the way they looped around the, the tunnel and stuff. I thought that was, but yeah, those visual flourishes, like they try to make it distinct because Morb is in an orange jumpsuit and Milo is just in a regular suit. But yeah. And then this is also people in New York City just see two fucking vampires have a fight and collapse on the ground and people just walk by like, eh, fuck it, I still gotta get to work. I gotta catch the train. (laughs) Some cops show up and and, uh, he kills, uh, Milo kills all of them. Mm hmm. But then uh, more of his Which like, is, huh? It's it's supposed to be like some big mystery. Like there isn't some like cameras all over the fucking place. Well, and in I, these I do like I do like that they eventually just like if I can. It's, it's stupid because they don't do it sooner. But yeah, they like Al Madrigal and Tyrese Gibson are like, oh, CCTV. Let's just look at those, shall we? Yeah, because like all of these also get pinned on Morbius. Mm-hmm. Which is like, no, there were no, you mean the people who like fucking walked over them as they were laying on the yeah. ground were like, oh, there's another guy. But yeah, he kills like five cops and then like Morbius is like, I'm not going to fight you anymore. And heroically flees. Yeah, heroically runs into the subway. And then he see I guess it like, he just sees like the, I don't know. Feels the rhythm, feels the rhyme. Yeah. Like, and it goes into super slow motion where like Matt Smith is running down this long <laughs> hallway. Yeah. And I'm like, are we slowed? Is he just the slowest man? Is, is like, he figuring out that uh, is fucking uh, Mikey Morbs just now figuring out that he can fly? Because he did that like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And then he flies through mm-hmm. the subway. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To like okay well he's got to clear his name he's got to stop milo first thing he does is i guess we stock the the uh doctor lady i, and, I, I uh, don't even remember how do they how do they meet up again because they go to a diner oh they're in the subway right like she she goes well, to like a bus or what yeah and when the cops are trying to get her and she runs away and then she gets into a bus and then mikey morb is on the bus yeah and then they go eat at a fucking, I don't know, a diner or something. And Mike, Mikey Morbs overhears some guys running a fucking uh, counterfeiting operation. And he's out like, of a abandoned mall in New York <laughs> City. It's like this palatial fucking abandoned building. And I just thought that was really weird. Like he just, like, man, I just, I just like, oh, I need, I need your stuff. Like, give me, give me your stuff. You, you guys well, can leave. You he, can take the money. Yeah, he tracks down these counterfeiters and, like, I'm just going to take all of your lab equipment and you guys mm. can leave with your lives. And How uh, about that? And he breaks like, every bone in a man's hand. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when he says that he's Venom. 
Yeah, and it's also like I think I think Venom's also on the on the TV. <laughs> like anyway, so that guy runs, and then he has his all little lab thing to himself where he I don't know builds synthesizes builds blood. That's, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what else? Oh, Milo starts dancing because he's all yeah. This like, is what. Yeah, he's got like his powers, and he's just like, "Yeah, I can do whatever I want." And the song mm. that plays, it only apparently has one lyric, and it's just, "Have sex," and that's it. He's just yep. dancing around, and I'm like, "This is awkward." The man, the man wants to have sex. Have sex. <laughs> <laughs> New Milo wants to have sex. And uh, yeah, so he goes to like a bougie bar. And tries mm-hmm. picking up a girl, but the girl has like a a dude bro boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he's all like, "Hey, her drinks are spoken for." And then Matt Smith's like, "I'm gonna see you outside when I kill you, fool." Yeah, and he he kills all the dude bros. Mm-hmm. It's a dude bro massacre out there. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we lost three dude bros. <laughs> three dude bros were ki- slain this evening in <laughs> yeah. a dude bro fight <laughs> three dude bros were drained of all of their dude bro blood dude bro oh no and uh they cops it tastes like to... jaeger <laughs> yeah and regret and fucking creatine cops cops go to <laughs> fucking um <laughs> dr bancroft's house or whatever and this is another nod that i thought was great she has a degree from empire state university that was wonderful yep. um that's when they hear about the dude bro massacre yeah and but she's already in the the palatial counterfeiting operation Pala- <laughs> the palatial morb cave yeah it's like multi-storied. It's a several. It, it's a huge building. Like, why did these counterfeiters need that much? There was only three of them. Yeah. Just eh, whatever. Uh, um. But they so the the police go to the site of the dude bro massacre, and that's when they notice, hey, closed circuit television. You think that could be helpful to us? Yeah, let's give it a shot. And that's when they're like, oh my god, there's a guy that looks nothing like Michael Morbius eating that motherfucker. Bum bum. Mm-hmm. And so they put it on the put it on the TV that there's you know vampires killing people in New York City. Yep. And then Martine and her cat are in the the morb cave, mm-hmm. and uh, she somehow spills blood. I don't know how she. Gets she was opening the... a can of cat food and she cut her hand on the. Oh uh, yeah, which causes him to vamp out. Well, he doesn't really vamp out, but he gets he has that whole as as they often do in vampire type uh, stories when you got a guy who's trying to resist the urge to feed, and then you got his love interest who accidentally cuts herself and that. it just bleeds all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just spraying blood. It's just it's like Kill Bill. Out yeah, it's there. like a Tarantino a fucking movie. Geyser. It's just one yeah. goddamn scratch, but there's a fountain coming out of there. Just and, uh, <laughs> it's and, it's like yeah. a power wash. Yeah, yeah it's like must resist. Um, but no, they got a they got a romance, mm-hmm. and Milo's like watching it because he's. I don't get it. So his goals is like, oh, I need to get him to embrace his whole vampire side and just have him eat people whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. And Morbius is like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, so that's and, it. And my, new Milo's like, but dude, think of how fucking awesome this is. And Morbius not like, seeing it. Yeah. 
I guess that's his whole motivation. Like, yeah. Because cause Milo so, says stuff like, we're evolved or whatever. And it's, again, that's also one of those things that villains say in some of their their uh, uh, you know, movies or TVs or comic books. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the more evolved. Like, that's not evolved. You're just an asshole. Well, yeah, it doesn't make it, like, I don't know. You could have probably made a little bit more, like, oh, why is Milo so much better? Oh, because he's drinking the actual human blood. Yeah. He's, he's like feed he's actually feeding more on people because I do like that you know as a concept if you're doing a vampire hero or anti-hero like a, a vampire you're like no I don't want to I want to cure myself and I don't want to like cross that line of just eating people willy-nilly like give in to the the monster of it you know yeah but uh, so that though on the news they they have the Milo on there and then that brings dr. Jared Harris to mm-hmm confront milo and uh milo goes on this whole thing about it's how it's always about how it's always about morbius and morbius this and morbius Morbius that he's always your favorite yeah which i didn't get at all throughout this because i was like this is coming out of nowhere yeah like where's this fucking sprang of jealousy coming from because before like after the the uh Institute for Reasonably Ill Children. Jared Harris, I guess, became New Milo's personal doctor because we see him again earlier in the film attending and to... And it's not like New Milo is like hurting for money or anything. He no. does... I guess I... he has just stacks of cash laying around. He can, yeah, hire yeah. A, he can hire an oil tanker and totally expendable mercenaries. Like, all of them are fucking rich as shit. I guess mm-hmm. having a blood disease makes you loaded. <laughs> I guess. Or just becoming a world-recognized doctor in Morbius's case. Yeah. You have to imagine, but... if he invented artificial blood, he probably is fucking loaded. Yeah. Because, like, Tyrese Gibson mentions, like, uh, Morbius uh, saved his arm in Afghanistan because of his artificial blood, so... Yeah, Morbius should be loaded as well, but Milo inexplicably just has wealth it seems yeah just from no real reason but uh yeah he gets all like you're always the favorite and then he basically kills him mm-hmm. yeah slashes him across the stomach and i don't know if he feeds on him because morb uh, gets a call from uh dr jared harris and is like i'm dying morb come hear my final plea and morb right. does and, uh, and well, not before he creates like the ultimate poison. Oh yeah, the the double whammy kills vampires and humans, and bats, and bats, and he makes two. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so he's out there, uh, and uh, Milo has kidnapped Martine, mm-hmm. and uh, like basically kills her too and yeah they... pretty much yeah because he's like yeah, say his name and you know get get his attention and then you know uh, morb uses his echolocation to find her and you know i guess kisses her again as she's dying and drips blood and she, into her face she bites his lip and yeah. like drinks his blood it's like what was that for <laughs> and but, uh then they have their big fight in the end where they drop several stories below to the massive underground infrastructure of New York city. Yeah. I didn't mind that part. What I did mind, uh, this movie made me realize this. Do you recognize how many 
fucking superhero fights happen in like half constructed buildings? We need to yeah. keep a tally going because I immediately was like, I feel like I've seen this a thousand times before. Well, because like they go, you know, below mm. and yeah. Yep. Places under construction. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and it's a ho-hum fight. I don't really know what the hell's going on. No, uh, it's, my... it's very dark. They're moving very fast. They're flourishes. Because Morb, at this point, he's wearing all black with a little bit of, like, a purple lining to his coat, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So his his little flourish is black with that purple flourish. And Milo's still wearing, like, I think it's a gray or a brown suit. I can't remember. It's like a, but... Yeah, it's like a gray with stripes. Yeah. So it's And it's very dark. So it's just... It's not as not as neat as it could have been, and then uh, Morb basically is losing the fight until he, he screams for, you know, what what do they have more than rats and crocodiles in New York City? Bats, bats. hundreds and hundreds of millions of Thousands. bats. I don't I don't know how people walk the streets at night without <laughs> that horde just, just consuming the city. And the bats like lift him up, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're able to. With the the revive, he he's able to to win the day by stabbing him with the stuff, mm-hmm. and then the bat swarm like draws the cops. They see it, and then yep. the girl wakes up. Martine wakes yeah, up. She with has the... red eyes, and that's it. Well, that's it for a little bit because as the credits roll, we get to we get to see one fucking Mister Adrian Toomes appear in a cell out of no well actually we go to a shot we see that motherfucker big purple fucking cut in the sky from spider-man no way home and then we get to see mr adrian tombs pop in and he's like i hope the food's better here i don't I, where's my family where's my fucking yeah you know? i was like did you have a wife and kids yeah exactly and uh and then it's like on the news they're like a uh, mysterious man named adrian tombs just mysteriously fucking showed up in a cell so they're just gonna let him go and then it goes and to then, credits again yep and, and then, then... <laughs> this is so nuts so Morgan jared leto like... starts in a car commercial like you look at the start of that and you think it he's really fucking... does because like, he hasn't driven shit throughout this entire fucking movie, so it really stands out. He's just in the desert somewhere, I think. Then he stops. He's off the coast. He's oh, off yeah. the. Like he's like, oh, I gotta meet him here. And like, thank God I'm in the Porsche. It has better performance capacity in its class. <laughs> yeah. So it JD Power and Associates. And then, <laughs> and then, and then off, off the distance, we just see something approach super fast, and wouldn't you know it? It's the Vulture in full-on Vulture gear from Homecoming. And, and he's, he's like, fucking, I don't know how I got here, but I think that motherfucker Spider-Man's been involved somehow. We should team up. And then Morb is like, intriguing. Cut yeah. Back. What the fuck, um, movie? I don't understand this at all. You know, I also don't understand how the Vulture got all of his Vulture gear since he, you know, not to... Yeah. He, he made that from stuff that was only in the universe. Like, it's not like he intrinsically knew how to do that. No, he, like, he had help in his... Again, in the future, we will cover this more. But since it's happened, we have to discuss it. Yes. And yeah. how did it come over? Because it didn't come over with him. Yeah, so he had to have made it there. Somehow. 
And also, by the rules that this whole interconnected stupid shit has happened, why was he pulled into to, the to Sony's the Morbin universe? Verse? Yeah, instead of the other way around, as we previously saw in Let There Be Carnage. Yep. That's 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 that for you. Yep, and uh, I doubt we'll ever get an answer or anything more to do with that. Probably not. It will probably be something that is quietly forgotten. <laughs> Hopefully forgotten for the rest of time. This movie's just... Uh... It's meh. I mean, it's it's a perfect... It's it's watchable. It's not like it's such an atrocious piece of shit. It's just by the... Num- Again, like these last two fucking movies, it's just by the numbers. It's connecting the dots to make what counts as qualifies at its basic level a superhero movie. Yeah, and that's what I... I think I don't like it. They're so nondescript. I hate them for being nondescript. Be yeah. bad. Do something. Like, yeah. I don't bad know. at least is an indicator of something. Like, they're so safe and so by the numbers, mm-hmm. and they do nothing interesting until their post credit scenes that, like, honestly, the rank for these is going to be like, I don't know, let's just go chalk and just Venom, let there be Carnage and Morbius, because... I don't even... I think... All three. Here's actually yeah. what I'm going to do. Venom 1 will be my number one, and then sharing the very nebulous number two spot will be both <laughs> Let There Be Carnage and Morbius because they're pretty much interfucking changeable. Because the at least in Venom, shit. some stuff happens, you know? There's at least some meat to the Venom movie. There's just nothing to this. It's just such a. Bleh. Yeah, it's like a. It's just a breath of air. On a, on, yeah. a, on a windscreen, it'll dissipate very quickly. You know, I would honestly like if they like. I don't know if they ever would, of course, but if they were gonna do like, uh, put Morbius in the MCU for some reason, I would like them to keep Jared Leto. You know, maybe like do, maybe do something like how they did with Werewolf by Night, where they do like uh, one of those special things. Because I feel like. A lot of this could, if you boiled a lot of it down into that kind of an origin, you know, keep it tight and concise, this would be better as, like, one of those special presentation things. Because he doesn't require a whole movie. But just give him enough to give you, like, a a taste of uh, Morbius, you know? I think think Morbius is often better as a side guy. I know, I'm just saying if, like, you know. Because they did it with Werewolf by Night, and that was really good. But yes. again, in Werewolf by Night, he also had other kind of horror-related characters to work off of. So if you put them in a larger ensemble, you know, like, yeah. fuck, you know what would be cool? If they keep Jared Leto as Morbius and just have, like, the MCU version, and he's in the Blade movie. Do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a much better better thing. But yeah, the overall, it's just sort of... Meh. It's Mebius. Heh. And it, it doesn't bring me any sort of excitement for the Craven the Hunter or Madam Web, so <laughs> no. I mean, I'll watch Craven because I love Craven, but am I expecting like to be completely like, whoa, oh my god? Yeah, no, no. I'm From expecting what I've seen, nothing. Yeah, I'm expecting I, I'm, nothing. I am expecting pretty much what I've seen in the trailers and maybe a little bit more, but nothing I, that's gonna, I, you know. I'm expecting. Uh, an hour and 20 minutes of adequate superhero action. Yeah. That's all I've, like, uh, just 
16 pieces of flair, nothing more, nothing less, seized get degrees style movie making yeah. that I've come to expect from Sony Pictures. Well, at least in the superhero department. Yeah. So, yeah, so, that's, yeah that's, that's it that's, for that's, the... That's the fucking MOBAverse, or the Venomverse, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, uh, that's it for that. There's more movies in the future that are... We will watch them at some point. <laughs> being made. Yeah. It's just the whole universe of, you know, let's do all the Spider-Man characters just without Spider-Man. I can't wait for the Hypno-Hustler movie. Big Wheel. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm. oh, Big Wheel. Can't wait for Big Wheel. Who else? Big Wheel's got? a jam-up guy. Uh, <laughs> um, Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone's not bad, actually. Tombstone's um, pretty cool. Hammerhead. Yeah, not- Hammerhead too is also really cool. Like, but eh. in the terms chameleon. of like, he's in the Craven the Hunter movie. Hmm. Just like the Rhino, they have all the animal characters in the Craven the Hunter movie. Yeah. Oh man, that'll be that'll be a good time. Next time, though, we're starting a new arc. Mm-hmm. The Mummy. Yes. So get excited. We're gonna get good. fucking. We're gonna get wrapped in bandages and gonna fucking get sand everywhere. It's gonna be sand all over the place. Coarse and rough. Mm-hmm. Gets everywhere. The Mummy is our is our October, big October arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some side stuff in the middle there, but yeah. Until then, I'm, I'm Devin. De- oh, sorry. Oh no, yeah, you're dating. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Bye. See you.